Okay, so Tim Hortons is out with some uh, pretty disappointing uh, sales figures. The company says that uh, co- uh, comparable store sales at Timmy's fell about half a percent worldwide and equally about half a percent here in Canada. What gives? Well, according to Tim Hortons CEO, it's because of, ready for it, cold weather. That's right, cold weather is why they're not selling as much coffee. Mike Leon is the uh, president of Brand Heroes Marketing, and he joins us uh, for more of this now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mike, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Okay, uh, Tim's blaming cold weather for declining sales. And uh, I first thought, uh, Mike, I don't know about you, but I thought, uh, hey, if it's colder, don't people want hot beverages like uh, coffee? So does this make sense to you? Absolutely not. You know what? I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a good thing? Well, you would think, I, I guess maybe the argument is if the weather's bad, people are uh, staying inside more and they're just making coffee at home? You know, maybe. But, you know, what, what gives my head a shake about this, Jeff, is that the, the great opportunity of branding is to find moments that tap into people's lives. And I always felt like Timmy's got that because, you know, they created these great ads that showed, you know, people taking their kids to hockey games and all this nostalgia and all this Canadiana. So, couldn't they find a way, cold weather and all, to still create meaning where people are at and find a way to make something negative turn into something positive? To me, it honestly, this feels like a really, really lazy excuse. Yeah, well, the Tim's brand has been on the decline, according to industry experts, uh, for some time. And I know a lot of people uh, point to uh, when it was revealed that the donuts were going to be frozen and shipped to stores, that they were no longer going to be baked fresh uh, at each and every uh, store. Uh, How much did that, do you think, damage the brand? And did that kind of start uh, what is uh, what a lot of people think is a decline for the Timmy's brand? Yeah, you know, I I think you can probably attribute that. I mean, it's not the only thing, but, you know, Timmy's at its core was the neighborhood franchise that went global. And even before it left the borders of Canada, it was still franchised across the nation, but it still had that local coffee shop kind of feel. It still had that feel that you can walk in, you're going to be greeted by 20 people who know you, and you're going to, you know, you're going to have your freshly baked donuts. And by the way, I mean, you know, it, it was a pretty decent job to even make those donuts. So when things started getting more corporate and the brand started offering a lot more products, I think people like me started asking questions of, are they actually staying true to who they are? You know, I'm, I'm a big traditionalist, Jeff, but I also keep with the times and I have no problem with staying current as long as it stays true to who you actually are and who you want to be. So do you think part of this is that, uh, you know, Timmy's got bought up by a big American conglomerate, and now when you walk into a Tim Hortons a donut shop, it's no different than going to a, a, a Starbucks, but even a, a Wendy's or any of the other sort of fast food outlets, that uh, there's not that feel that maybe Canadians had in the past of, uh, of a real Canadian experience of Canadiana? I think so. You know, there's this old expression, and forgive me for saying this in marketing, that uh, marketers sell the drill, consumers buy the whole. And in this case, what that really means is, you know, I think some people on management thought that they're selling coffee or donuts or sandwiches. They're not selling any of that stuff. What they're really selling at the end of the day is they're selling that experience. They're selling the comfort. They're selling the Canadiana that comes with that. So a lot of the, the kind of corporate changes that, that I think are, are probably, you know, been, been making headlines, especially in the last couple of years, I think it's, it's people at the top levels of management that have really lost sight around why people actually buy Timmy. 
I don't think it's for the taste of the coffee at all, <laughs> but I think it's all those feelings that it gives you. And those feelings have, have really started to go away. They're trying to get them back, but it's hard once you lose trust. Well, you know, it's funny, and they've got such a great history and such a great uh, brand. I'm even thinking back uh, to when I was a boy, and uh, my dad would take me to a Timmy's after a hockey practice, and we'd go in there, and you'd sit at the what were the bar stools there at the time. They were the ones that were fixed into mm-hmm. the uh, floor and uh, kind of rotated around, and you'd have like a, you know, a donut, like an eclair of chocolate milk. And there was always, I still remember this, a picture of Tim himself, Tim Horton, <laughs> There, you know, skating in his uh, hockey outfit and uh, hitting the brakes on his skates. And you don't get that anymore. That That's not the feeling you get when you walk in there. No, you don't. And, and in a lot of ways, that's sad, Jeff, because I grew up with the same type of thing. I'm a Hamilton boy. So, you know, I remember growing up in, in literally the birthplace of Tim Hortons. And it felt that way. And I think brands could still go global without losing what makes them special and what makes them unique. It becomes harder. But I think it becomes even that much more important to really look at it. And a lot of it comes down to those little details that you had mentioned, because we all have our takeaway. And one of the brands that does that really well is Coke. Coke is a massive brand, but they still market both on a global level and a very grassroots local level. And everybody has their stories of drinking a Coke. And everybody has their memories that come with that, just like they have their memories like you raised about, you know, going to Tim Hortons with your dad. The question becomes, how good a job of brands do, do brands do of really tapping into that emotion behind that purchase decision? And Timmy's has just lost a way on doing that. All right, so that's one part of the equation. Uh, the other, and this is also making some news today, is that after 33 years, the other part of the equation is that Timmy's are set to shake things up with a reboot of the Roll Up the Rim contest. Uh, Mike, do we know exactly uh, how it's going to change yet? Have they revealed that? No, no. Right now, they're, they're making very Donald Trump-esque gestures of, we're going to make Roll Up the Rim great again. But I don't think there's a lot of specifics around how they're going to do that. I know they want to make it digital, um, and they want to do some, uh, some cool kind of technology types of tactics with that. Uh, what that's going to look like, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, when you say digital, uh, I'm going to be able to play Roll Up the Rim on my phone then instead of my coffee cup? Like, How's that going to work? <laughs> well, you know what? I've often been wondering, actually, if they would do that because, you know, there is a very, you know, I'm sure purists would probably say, hey, you know, it's nice to actually have that tactile experience of picking up the coffee cup. But at the same time, from an environmental standpoint, um, I don't know. I mean, if you bring in a reusable mug, are you still able to play roll up the rim? And digital could be a nice opportunity to do that. So it could be a nice way of, of extending out to folks who want to use the reusable mugs and want to reduce any environmental footprint issues, but still want to have the chance to play the game. So I, I think there's some good opportunity there. It just all comes down to how it's executed. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Is this enough to uh, help uh, what is a faltering brand as we've uh, talked about? Or do you think maybe fundamentally changing roll up the rim kind of like they fundamentally changed their stores years ago, sort of changes the, the experience, whether it be the contest or the restaurant itself. I think changing the role of the rim is a huge opportunity for Tim Hortons if it's done right. And I think the checklist that they have to make sure they follow on this is, does it stay true to the values? So if the values are still about wholesome Canadiana, which I'm not sure if they are, but let's say they are for argument's sake, then you got to deliver role of the rim in that kind of way. And that's got to come through in the way that it's designed, even in the types of technology you pick, and the way that you communicate that out to people. So I think right now, I mean, 
nostalgia is a huge motivator. And, you know, when times are, are tough, you see a lot of brands kind of return to the glory days of what made them great in the first place. So there is a great possibility that this could work out really well for them. But I think uh, even above that, there has to be a mind uh, shift. And what worries me a little bit is, you know, right right now, the top brass at uh, Tim Hortons is kind of writing it off saying, oh, this is old. But it sounds like, in a sense, some of their thinking is a little bit old. So I, I'm hopeful that they can refresh a little bit about their own thinking about why they're actually there in the minds of consumers. And then hopefully something like Roll of the Rim could be consistent with that. Mike Leon, president of Brand Heroes Marketing. Mike, appreciate the time as always. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jeff. Have a good one.